All right, welcome back to another episode of Office Talks. Sitting here, me, Minor Sparks, your main host, as well as your lovely co-host. Emily. Emily Menart. So um, thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, I know it's our first couple episodes, so things might be a little rough at first. Equipment's not 100% great, but we'll get there. We'll upgrade as we go, and uh, we'll put out the best content we can. We're going to try to be a little more consistent. You know, we're going to be working on... You know, in the future, kind of coming up with maybe more consistent schedule. So you guys, yeah, at least once for a the week. listeners who do care to listen to us, you at least hopefully will have some sort of schedule to know when these come out. Yeah, because I know without it, it's like it's these episodes will pop up rather like aloof and just be like, oh it's shoot, abrupt, a random yeah. one. So it just makes sense to if we can organize it, maybe we'll have a release every like maybe twice a week. You know, um, I don't I like know, Monday Thursday or something. We'll figure it out, mm-hmm. but. You could expect that from the future, just a little more regularity, you know, more consistency. Yeah, and um, better quality. Yeah, quality should certainly be improving over time, and if it doesn't, that's a problem. Uh, well, thanks to the Amazon order you just placed, hopefully we'll be getting much better equipment starting this weekend. That's right, guys. We're going to get some new mics up in here. Yeah. So we're pumped about that. Hopefully they sound good. If they don't, we'll throw that shit straight in the trash because... No, we'll get refunds and get our money back. <laughs> Oh, totally. We'll be frugal about it. We don't have... It's yeah. not like we're rolling in the dough here. <laughs> I'm frugal as hell. Don't forget, guys, we still work in an office, yeah. and we're not rolling in the dough. We're not the CEOs in no. the office. We are just... Uh, we Worker just work bees. there. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I mean, let's get started. You know, Yeah, I don't a know lot where <sighs> everybody's located that uh, listens to this, but... Yeah, March this, has been wild. Yeah. It's been a weird been March. Crazy. Um. Weather's been intense. You know, mm-hmm. if you are somewhere that's not as bad, hey, good for you. I, I, yeah, enjoy I wish we could have had something similar because Boston and, you know, along with Boston where we are, just a lot of the East Coast, whether you're all the way down, and like even the Carolinas got hit pretty good the other day. Yeah. All the way up to Maine. And, you know, so if you're anywhere out here or you're anywhere maybe in the Midwest, especially near Chicago, dealing with the lake effect, all that. Oh, yeah. I, I totally feel you. We're all in the same boat. This is a crazy end of the winter. It seems like spring is like never gonna laughing happen. at us in the distance, like haha, that's not gonna happen. Every year. So, I mean, hey, we're gonna hang in there. But the good news is, as much as we, you know, our off our show is called Office Talks, and we want to bring a little bit of that, you know, fun conversation and the heated debate sometimes we have at the workplace and to you guys, we got to miss some work. That is true. So I- that's nice. That's a, that's the a plus side of weather once in a while. You know, I, I missed. Two days in the last two weeks. It doesn't sound like much, but shit, if you work nine to five, you know what I mean. That is awesome. Two yeah. days. Woo. I wish I didn't have to use my vacation time for it, but it was worth it to be home. And uh, we do have a, a puppy who absolutely loves the snow, so she made it pretty worth it. She had a great time. And she, I mean, it's not like she's talking to us or anything, but she, you, we can tell she appreciates just being able to spend more time with us because yeah. the poor little girl, she's a pup. It's our first dog we've personally ever owned. and Yeah. You know, I know, I know a lot of people out there have many different theories about how you train and raise a dog. I mean, all my coworkers will get, you know, like anybody's coworkers who have animals will yeah. give you a million, so much million advice. pieces of advice, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but you can better believe I'm going to pick and choose what I care to listen to. Seriously. I'm not going to incorporate all your batshit crazy goddamn theories about how a dog should be raised because at the end of the day, half these dogs in the world are complete lunatics and should never mm-hmm. be off a, ch- a leash, so... And at the end of the day, we saved her from a life of, you know, not having anybody to care for her. Yeah, so, so we got her from a rescue. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It, she was from her. If you're not, or if you get go to a rescue. Yeah. 
Stop getting Adopt animals from shop. breeders. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Go go save a life. Be a, be some, be a little dog's hero and cherish them for the rest of your life. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um. But with that said, I mean, because we're the lack thereof being in the office, again, we get it. It's not only two days in the week, but it does limit the casual and like the normal conversations you have. It just throws you off your rhythm. Yeah. You know, so it's like kind of coming back in, trying to get back in the swing of things when you miss a middle of the week day. Um, you know, so things are a little different this week. You know, we wanted to come in hot with some fresh takes. I'm like, oh, damn, this happened, that happened. Um, this was a cool conversation we had or, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I'm I'm running low. I got some things for in the back pocket here. I mean, obviously, it's March for any uh, big basketball fan. We know what March is, but I don't know. Emily, do you got anything? Um, well, the ongoing conversation and my personal pet peeve is office attire and people not understanding what office work clothes look like. What do you I, mean by that pet peeve with office clothes? Uh, well, like, I just hate when people don't dress professionally. And I don't, I'm not even looking for anything too fancy. I don't dress that fancy. Most of my clothes are from Old Navy or Target. But, you know, like wear pants that aren't clearly jeans. Wear shoes that aren't Tom slip-ons. Wear, you know, clothing that looks appropriate in an office. It's semi-casual, but, like, we don't need to be going out to, you know, a bar after this or something. I totally I get that, actually. I personally get very pissed about jeans. Well, it's one of those things, you know, especially, you know, for Emily and I, we work in decently professional settings. Yeah. Emily's probably a little more professional than us. She works in a hospital clinic situation. Yeah. Um, so you're meeting people who generally look to you for either advice or they're looking at you like, hey, you're someone I you're have a to. professional. Yeah, you're a professional. You're, you're good at this job. I'm looking to you for guidance, advice, you know, whatever the case yeah. is. You know what I mean? And if you're not professional in that, if you don't look the part, Everyone's going to be immediately, A, disappointed in you. You're not holding up your end. You know, they're going to a hospital and looking for this advice because they have nowhere else to go most of the time. Yeah. And that's their only option. And if, especially for certain people out there, you know, with your, you in the social work department, psychological, or just a doctor, if it's something they're going into, in my opinion, that's like, I have to get this done or, you know, it's going to affect my life or I could lose my life. I could, yeah. if this doesn't work out for me, I'm, you know, I, I might not live through this. So the person you're talking to about something like that, if they don't look professional, you're going to want to be like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. This guy is going to kill me because he's not paying attention. If he can't even put on dress pants for the day, how the hell is he going to do what I need? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just a level of just confidence in the professional. I think that's what it boils down to. Well, yeah. And the staff in my office that does not wear or that, yeah, wears jeans, not professional clothing. Well, how many perpetrators do you have? Like, are we talking, like, you're the only person that's uh, no, the one say, like, going above and beyond? No, I'd say there's, like, three to four people in the office that do it. And how many people do you have total, though? That I don't oh, like put it in context. Oh, like 20 or 30? All right. So, yeah, you have just some, some people who are lazy. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, it's like, oh, I just couldn't get it together to put on real pants today. And it's like, but you put on these pants. Yeah, you you put on pants. You put on pants. You just chose. You, you just you, chose the wrong ones. Yeah. You woke up in the mornings, figured, oh, I'm either tired, I'm running late, yeah. or I just don't want to deal with it. Exactly. We all feel that way. Yeah. Nobody's freaking different in that. You just Everybody feels that way. But if you go to grab something, you're like, nah, who cares? Like, you realize your dress pants are probably in the same freaking location as the jeans you just pulled Seriously. out of? What the hell's going through your head that you're like, ah? Oh. Or, for example, well, my dresser drawer is right here with my jeans, but the closet with my dress pants is five feet away. Yeah, I'm going to go jeans. I'm so lazy I can't walk five freaking feet 
to put on yeah. some goddamn dress pants. And I don't even know if it's about the distance that you have to walk, but like, uh, I just can't like even come up with a whole outfit for my work clothes. And it's like, just pick a pa- I'm sure every single person has a pair of very basic black dress pants or black work pants. Yeah, and pretty with anything. Pick those up. And that matches with everything. You could even a wear a black shirt item. and a black sweater. You could wear all black and still look professional. Yeah, pretty like, much. Come on. No, I mean it's a good point because I'm actually awkwardly strict when it comes. Not strict. It's just it bothers me that I don't know. It's like we all like for my coworkers. I work in an office setting that I'm on the phones all day. Yeah, you're. Like I don't with even like see clients face people. to face, which is weird. I mean, I could in theory. As of right now, we don't. Mm-hmm. So it's it to me, it's like, what the hell? You know, like, A, it's kind of ridiculous to have a dress code that, re- like, I re- they require my job a suit. Not really a suit. Just a dress shirt with dress and pants tie. and a tie. You know, and it might be a little overzealous. But, hey, you know what? I respect the rule. If they want a professional yeah. setting within an office place, that's fine. It's not that hard to dress up in those clothes. And if anything, it's, it, it's kind of dummy proofs what you're going to wear for the day. In yeah, my opinion, true. it's like, oh, I immediately know what I have to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to pick one of my hanging white dress shirts. shirts. It doesn't even matter which one it is because yeah. it, 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 the only thing I would think, I don't know, did I wear white yesterday? Oh, I'll wear blue today. Yeah. That's the much thinking I do for my clothes. And I put on one of the pairs of black dress pants I have. And yeah. I also have maybe a gray one. Like, it's more or less just, like, what colors do you want? Not what, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's not a... That hard. It's two colors. Well, I mean, for women, it is a more. Uh, no, I get it, but I don't have women that work with me. Well, yeah. And like one of my coworkers, he he's wearing like he's trying to like play it cool, like oh you can't tell, but he's just wearing black jeans and trying <laughs> to pass it off as dress pants. And it's like, See, dude, you're clearly least... slacking on it. Like, it's not that it's it it truly doesn't matter, and I understand that in terms of like we don't see our customers. Yeah. We don't even see other. Like, just random people who come... Our office is closed. Like, you'd have to knock on that door to open it. It's not just open to the public. Yeah. So, I get, like, his point of view. It's like, what is the point here? But it's a rule Well. within... And I'm not... Like, I just... I don't know. I just want someone... Like, I wake up, and I respect the rule, and I simply put on clothes, and I would expect my goddamn coworkers to do the same. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not. Like, it is such a first-word problem that you can't follow a dress code, and you think that's a new... Like... That's disturbing your life to be like, oh, do I really have to wear black dress pants instead of black jeans? <laughs> My life sucks because of that. Like, you know what? You're lazy. It just, it bothers me. It's pitiful. It's ridiculous. Just follow the damn dress code. Yeah. Like, what is the big deal? Like, really? Well, okay, really? With black, it's like, ugh. With black jeans, I'll at least give them the fact that they at least tried to get pants that look Not when like they, they wear those black off. jeans every day. Every day. That's true. When they, I mean, at this point, no longer even wear dress, dress pants. pants. That's the thing. That's the part I don't like is that it's a slippery slope. The second you see one person wearing jeans, then another person starts wearing jeans. That's how it started in my office. There was always one girl wearing jeans and flip-flops. And then another girl started wearing her jeans and started wearing her Tom shoes. And then another woman starts wearing jeans. And then another one does. And it's like because nobody has pointed out, hey, you're not supposed to wear jeans here. Now everybody thinks like, well, well maybe we can wear jeans. Like, no, you can't. I think ultimately you're disrespecting your job. Your career, mm-hmm. your coworkers, and yourself, and the image that we're supposed to be portraying. I know at it's this like hospital. a stupid small pet peeve, but man, it is it is bothersome. It yes. annoys me that people take advantage of the stupidest possible things. Yeah, like why? 
You know, like that yeah. is just ridiculous. Like how, like it just bothers me. How hard is it? Put it's on not some, hard. Put on some normal clothes, like the appropriate attire that you already own. Mm-hmm. Put that on. Yeah. Go to work. It's not like it's their first day and they just haven't like purchased work clothes yet. It's like, no, you've been here for over a year. You definitely have work clothes. Yeah. You've been here for you multiple shouldn't have, years. You shouldn't have been able to start your first day without the right clothes. You've been, I'm sorry. Be like, you no, you cannot even come in. And orientation and. <laughs> it's the, it's just the fact that if, if it's outlined to you that, hey, this is what you need to wear. This is the what we expect of you. Yeah. And then when you don't do that. I, it, like, it I get it. Everyone has a bad day. Out, but. but it's just like, come on, man. Like, have respect for me. I'm sitting here and fucking getting dressed every day, going to work. And you sit here like, oh, who cares? And it's it, like, that's disrespectful. I take that honestly, personally disrespectful. Yeah. Like, you're telling me, that shows me that you think you're better than me. That you don't need to dress up, but I do. Mm-hmm. I think that's ridiculous. And you may not think that, but it comes off that way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Basic professionalism. No one's a professional anymore. Seriously. There is no such thing as professional anymore. I mean, there are. But our generation has a problem with it. <laughs> Millennials, man. They're great in their own right. Because they're free-thinking. They're much more open-minded. A lot of these old topics that keep coming up, that people have discussed for 10, 20, 30 years, you know, women rights, yeah, abortion, all these things. I feel like the millennials are like, why the hell are we still talking about this? Yeah, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's the same old people just keep spinning the freaking bottle around and be like, I don't know, I don't like it. Yeah. Be like, screw you, man. None of us care. Women should be able to have the right to do whatever they want with their body. Yeah. What are we talking about? Overall, what the hell are we talking just about? Just like I don't care what you do with your body, you don't care what I do with mine. Right. That's it. But or what you do with your life, that's it. Yes. But it's just one of those things like as millennials like we're too entitled and self-involved yeah. and we think we're better than everybody when we're not. We're all just normal people. We all go through the same struggles mm-hmm. most of the time every day. So why why make it like I feel like, "Oh, this guy I I just don't know. I personally take it to kind of offensive." That you don't want to get ready for work. Mm-hmm. When I spent my ass getting ready for work. And especially in like your position, like if you're making the same money. Yeah, there's no, it, yeah, I just, I think it's ridiculous. Thankfully, it's, the other people in my exact office and same discipline are all on the same page as me because we all agree that it's like this is just part of basic professionalism. Yeah, it shouldn't. This is how I portray myself. This is how I represent. It's just this have a little hospital. more respect for yourself. Yeah. Respect yourself enough to come to work as a professional and yes. look the part. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yep. Be a professional. Done. Don't be a damn slob. Stop disrespecting yourself. Get your shit together. That's yeah. what we're trying to say. Seriously. And it's bugging the shit out of your coworkers, so stop it. <laughs> Anyways. Now we can move on to a different topic. Moving on. That one is done. We're, we're done. All right. So I want to talk a little about March Madness, NCAA basketball. It's, mm. It is fun. It's like a whirlwind of basketball all at once. It's like where <laughs> all these teams come together. Half the time, you have no idea who's on these teams as a casual fan. And you fill out your bracket. You're just swinging for the fences. There's literally like 7 billion. or I think I saw there was like 7 quintillion um, possibilities? possibilities for the outcome of the bracket. Wow. Which is amazing. That's why That's no one ever gets a perfect bracket. Has nobody ever gotten one? Never. Ever. Really? No one's ever got it perfectly right. They have like a sweepstakes or something every year, right? That oh, yeah. Do. If you were to get a perfect yeah, what would bracket, you but you need to be on a public setting. You can't just fill, print one out 
okay. fill it out by yourself. Yeah. You have to be like, you have to submit it online to like the NCAA March Madness or Yahoo or whatever you're using. Yeah. You know, most likely Yahoo. Yahoo's a big fantasy thing right now. Mm-hmm. If you were to get that right, you like the whole thing, you'd win like probably a couple million bucks. That'd be cool. Like right now, for example, I signed up for one main league uh, with some coworkers, of course, at the office. Um, however, it like immediately, like all you have to do is like once that's filled out, now you have a bracket and you can either play that bracket in more contests or you can continuously make new brackets. Like, you know, keep changing up your options, you know, like put in different scenarios type of deal of outcomes. Mm-hmm. But for just as an example, when I filled out my bracket, I was like, okay, sure. Like I filled out my bracket for my, for my company's tournament bracket, you know, $20 entry, we might win a 150 bucks. Yeah. Oh, you know, nothing crazy, but it's whatever. It's some beer money or whatever you want to do, weekend money. Um, But all it's so simple. Like, as like the example I was trying to say is once my bracket's filled out on Yahoo right there, it's like, oh, did you want to just enter this quick thing too? Where it's like, um, enter to win the best bracket out of this. Whoever enters the best bracket will win 25,000 bucks. Oh, wow. So you don't have to have it perfect. Just whoever gets the most right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, sure. And like, I didn't have to fill out a new bracket or anything. It didn't take any time at all. It's just like, submit. Because they know the damn odds of it is like none. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like good. It's like it's it's just like scratching for lottery, for lottery tickets yeah. or winning the lotto. It's good luck. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get it. You might Pick win your, your lucky numbers. Yeah, you might win your 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 works pool mm-hmm. bracket. You know, you might yeah. win a hundred bucks at work, but you ain't. Pff, yeah. Please. Just because you got the best. Please. Not. not it's ridiculous. Yeah. You can speculate all day. You can talk about how good Duke is with. You know this huge lineup of you know Bagley and you know Trayvon Duvall and uh, I don't know whatever that white kid's name is who keeps tripping people and getting everyone hurt. He's been know. in college for freaking like four years because he's always a freaking big dummy. I don't know who that is. He's a huge name. I don't know why I'm missing how his name's slipping my mind. Mm. Um, it doesn't really matter. But you know, for example, like but that a Duke team. Someone who's so stacked like that can it, – it really doesn't matter. It's like the NFL playoffs. Like, you mess up that one time, you're screwed. You know, yeah. like, sucks to suck. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I guess I just bummer. found that out today is that this is sort of a one and done. Okay, for some reason, you know, everything else basketball related with championships is always like a series, you know? Yeah. But I guess to have so many teams and so many games, you're not going to be able to – in just a few weeks – you're oh, that's a kid's name's Grayson Allen. I'm an idiot. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. I totally knew Grayson Allen, whatever. He's a, he's an idiot. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a good – it's a cool time of year because, like, the first two days, there's an absolute madhouse game amount of games, like crazy mm. amount of games. Like, actually, I think it's the first four days. There's 64 teams. They play 16 games a day for the first couple days. So, Jeez. they play – there's four days of 16 games. Ugh. So every team's going to play within four days. But that also means that, like, there's probably, like, just a few time slots and multiple games are going on at the same time. Yeah, typically about four. Jeez. All televised. Wow. Like, through TNT, CBS, uh, True TV, and then, I don't know, maybe ESPN, there's another one. CBS, did I say that already? Uh, I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of – it's just it's just a fun time of year. I think it, it's, it's a time for some of these schools who – Nobody watched all year long unless you're, like, a local or an alumni or currently attending that school. Yeah. It's like, a, like for example, St. Bonaventure. Who the hell's that? I don't know. I've ne- like, I've heard of them only because they've been in this tournament before. 
But other than that, like, this is, like, their opportunity to put that school on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's where these young, these, like, kind of recent, like, decently unknown schools all of a sudden can make a name. You know, they come in at these, like, terribly seated, like, you know, anywhere from 11 to 16. So, like, the bottom end of these brackets, like, no one expects much. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty. It's, like, you always have a Cinderella story of, like, this random school can make a had, name like, for itself and start, like, increasing their own attendance. They're, you know, and, like, yeah. getting more populate, like, just being more popular. Like, think about Steph Curry. Like, he came out in, with Davidson. Where is that? Exactly, right? <laughs> Davidson. And he freaking brought them way far in the draft. Now they're Davidson's in the draft all the time. I wow. mean, not in the draft in the in the tournament all the time. They're in there this year, you know. So it's they it truly this tournament does a lot for, to putting these schools on maps. That means, you know, kids watching at home who currently play basketball in high school say, "Hey, wow, that team had a great run. Maybe I can go there and, you know, have the same luck." Yeah. Because it's a lot better than this kid who's on the edge of being a truly phenomenal D one player that goes to a school like Kentucky or Duke and you drown in talent mm. who now you're probably riding the bench because you're good, yeah. but you ain't as good as the best of the best in the whole country because yeah. that's where those guys go. Mm-hmm. You get, you can go to St. Bonaventure, be a star, make a name for yourself. Yeah. You make a deep run in this tournament, now you go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Where you if you were on Kentucky, no one even knows who you are. You're just another, you're just another, you're one guy in a big, big ocean of big name players yeah like these are the best college kids around going i mean best high school kids going to these colleges Mm -hmm. for a reason of course because it's you know great organizations great schools you know yeah great coach that's great but if you if you're on the verge why not go to a smaller school Mm -hmm. you know why not make a splash somewhere else yeah you know like a big fish in a little pond think about it this way last year's number one pick in the in the draft markel fultz went to washington state Really? He was the number one kid coming out of high school, too. And he chose a small-ass town, local town. Uh, not a small, just a small co- local college because he knew that it didn't really matter. He was going to go to the NBA anyways. Mm-hmm. And he got the opportunity to totally star. He's played. He scored like 30 points a game. They didn't really even win that much. They didn't make the tournament. They didn't do anything. But yeah, he got but to be a big noticeable. name because he made a splash and he still made it to the NBA. That's cool. It would have been a lot different if, that, if Markel Fultz went to Duke. Probably still made the NBA, but yeah. he would just be another guy on a team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He might have some buzz, but if he doesn't have a great game every game, the next guy up, the next your teammate now has all the sh- you know the glory, and it's it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Hmm. Um, but anyways, you know, this year it just got started. Today's the first day. No huge crazy upsets. There's really one Lo- Loyola. Loyola. Whatever. I don't you know say why that. you can never say that one. It's a hard. It's a weird tongue twister. <laughs> um, but they upset. They actually. It was like fun. I was watching it. They hit a game-winning shot at um, to beat Miami, Florida. So that was cool. 64-62. was great. It was a great happening for them. Sad for Miami if mm. you're playing for them or a fan. I'm sorry about that. But wow, what a game. Either way, you got a game. That was cool. Mm. You know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's a it's a fun time of year. It's awkwardly long. This tournament, I think it's, I read it's supposed to go to, like, April 2nd. Really? It's weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know. It just stopped. Oh, that's just the regular schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but I don't really follow sports in general, but definitely not college sports. Like, I barely want to follow legitimate professionals. Well, this is the only time you follow college sports. No, like I said, no one follows you. Most of the time, no one cares about this at all until it's March Madness. Of course, you have some diehard fans. 
I guess college football tends to be a bigger thing. But I think, also, yeah, like, I think week to week I don't in care. the season, college football is much more popular <laughs> because it, they didn't always traditionally have like a playoff bracket like this. Like they have a new national championship bracket now for college football, but it's like four teams get in. Mm. So like, who cares? Yeah. You know, it's it's really all about the bowls, the sugar bowl, the rolls bowl, the orange bowl, the honey, you know, literally there's a <laughs> sunbelt bowl, whatever. There's like the fiesta bowl. Like there's a million bowls. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go like smoke some bowls. I don't know. Like, like food, what yeah. the hell is going on here? Let's, bowls, honey yeah, bowls. we might as well have, like, greens, you know? Like, let's yeah. smoke green bowls up in here. Like, <laughs> like pothead bowls. Like, there's oh, yeah, dumb. Just have a tournament, damn it. Yeah. You know? Have a playoff. Something cool. But I get it. It's, like, a big advertising thing for mm. the four companies and stuff. That's why it's, they do it. Um, you know, so it, it's just one of those things. Like, this highlights NCAA basketball. It Like, these young kids finally have their chance before they get to the NBA to now become household names, Mm -hmm. you know, making big plays, big shots, you know, big, big things happening. So I think it's really cool. Um, But something I wanted to talk about with just NCAA in general that we were talking about at work today. And I I think it, I don't know, I have different viewpoints on it than a lot of people, but I have a problem with the NCAA. I think they're kind of scoundrels. Yeah. Like they're, they're just, they're money hungry, just scoundrels. It pisses me off. Like, mm-hmm. how in the world are you not paying these athletes something? Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I, what I can't understand is the viewpoints of the people who don't agree with that. And I understand they're only in college. They're using, that's a platform to get to where you want to go. You're yeah. learning, you're developing. They're students. They're still athletes. amateurs. You know what? If you're going to a school like Duke, to school like Kentucky, Kansas, like, I think it's absurd to think that this athlete, this student athlete, who's already good enough to play in the NBA, mm-hmm. the only reason he's there is because he's, he's has to, to by the NBA because he has to play a year in college, or he has to literally move overseas to go play in a European or China league yeah. just to get away from it from one year to then come back and play in the NBA, mm-hmm. it's stupid as hell. Yeah. It's stupid. I understand why the NBA does it, why they don't want just kids coming in from high school because they're unpredictable. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cases of number one or top five picks that came out of high school, complete bust. Mm. Like they just did, were not ready for the NBA. They sucked immediately. Like, and, and the problem with that is I get it. It's like, well, you know, you pick someone bad, that's your problem. But the issue is like, the people picking that high are already bad teams. They just lost all year. They're yeah. picking it. They're, they're in their mind. They're trying to pick someone who's going to help them win for next year. When you pick a kid from high school who's a bust, that the worst got more worse. I think though, even if you're drafting like rookies into the NBA, these people, even though they've these guys, even though they've played one year in college, they're still like 19 or 20 years old. Like this is. It's this is that. like it's, a it's, three or four year plan for them to actually be like kicking ass. Were you talking about someone being able to develop their body? Yes. Versus just being accustomed. Because you got to understand, even well, that I mean, jump I from high school stress, to college, yeah. the stress is higher. There's more responsibility in college because yeah. you're not under your parents' roof. You have to manage yourself more. Yeah. And you're already playing at high, you're playing against higher competition. Mm-hmm. So it's more challenging. And if you can sustain your level of play from high school to college against better college players, it proves that you are what you're basically as advertised. Yeah. Versus, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's scratch and peel. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows after, the, you know, this happens if he's going to still be good. Mm. Sometimes he's not. Yeah. You know? So I get I get why the rule's in place. Not upset with the NBA. Not upset with fo- really any professional sport, why they want that. It, it protects the league and the integrity of the team that wants to draft them. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the NCAA. Yeah. Just, They're just college sports. I looked it up today at work. The NCAA as a whole makes just as much money, if not more, than professional organizations. Really? Like it's – or another good example was in 2013 – or 2012 and 2013, there was like seven NCAA teams that like uh, – that their athletic – collegiate athletes or yeah. whatever, that their organization, their sports organization, it was like you know, a big – big um schools like the alabama football teams you know like the ohio states the just huge schools like mm-hmm. massive followings right like the lsus of the world yeah. you know uclas those organizations those school programs made more money than every single nhl team wow a national hockey professional teams were not making as much as college organizations for wow. their sports departments it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and guess what None of that money gets to go to those players. No. So what do they do with that money? They don't know what to do with that money. They spend hundreds of millions of dollars on new athletic equipment. They just, the, all they're doing is upgrading their their own college. Yeah. And they were, and then they're going to punish students if they dare go out to a, with a scout or with really anyone that's willing to do anything for them. But if they pay for their fucking dinner... You're expelled from school. You're no longer, you know, eligible to, you know, participate in college sports just because they offer to buy you dinner. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like these kids who come from nothing have to live off nothing yeah, until they, also, they make it to the NBA. They're not making any money. They're and scraping most of them... by. They're not. They don't go to. Yes, you get a full ride. You're not paying for the education, but yeah. you don't get to. Like you might, you don't get to like. There's not like an. You might get a free like meal plan at school, yeah. but if you go out with your friends, like everybody has friends, mm-hmm. you go out to eat. That comes out of your pocket. Yeah. No one can pay for you. No one can pay for you. Mm-hmm. And if and if you do, you're running a huge risk. Even if it's your friend, they could be like, "Who's this? Oh, is he gonna be a scout? Is that a scout?" That's crazy. Like it's it's ridiculous how strict they are with it. I just think. I don't think you we should free willy, pay. These, you mean willy nilly? Yeah, free willy, willy nilly. You know, <laughs> whatever. I don't think we should just randomly give every college athlete money. I'm not saying that. My solution to this issue is let's make it somewhat a performance based pay structure. Hmm. So, what I mean by this every year, college basketball teams are ranked 1 to 25. Probably more rankings, right? But they're always display. This is the top be- top twenty five teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would think at the end of the year, if you're whoever's in that top twenty five, it should be like the number one team, like number one gets, let's say ten million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, descending all the way down to the twenty fifteen, maybe a million bucks. Yeah. Right. So it's all tiered. Whoever, however you la- end, just your season wise, you should. The players should be compensated for their level of performance based on where they landed, that how their team ended up doing. Mm. So if I'm the number one team, I have 10 million bucks, you divide it maybe 
maybe figure out his page like how to d divvy it up between those team members because obviously even in college there are star athletes mm -hmm. you know what i mean but maybe give like the starters i don't know they get 30 percent. i don't know split it up yeah. obviously the bench guys it's just like any pro sport the bench player is not making much as lebron james you know what i mean so do it like that like the start if you're a starter you get this much the bench splits the rest so you know almost what I mean? like a bonus yes it's not paid out until the end of the year mm. so it's like based on how you did if but you're that's garbage not gonna solve the, the problem of them like not having any money while they're in school yes it will how oh, if well, they have to wait till the end of the year well that that's right while they're in school but they're managing to buy now right well Who cares? barely well they are they're making it work yeah all i'm saying is at least you have for example like if we're I think the reason I want this to happen, to me, it's just so fair. For example, if you're the number one team in the country and you're the leading guy, the last game of the season, and you, it's a warm-ups, right? Or practice. Mm -hmm. You snap your ACL. Oh, yeah. You did all this all year long. Your team got national coverage all year long. Your or that organization, that school, that athletic department, mm -hmm. all the advertising, all the TV time you got, yep. you contributed significantly to that. Mm -hmm. You brought in millions, maybe billions of dollars to that school for the year. Yeah. And you just ruined your career at the end of your freshman year even mm -hmm. in practice. You'll never go to the pros now. You made all this money for your school and you're back sitting behind a desk, you know, selling insurance. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Well, and also that's the that's for a lot that of their, happens. Yeah. That's bullshit. And for a lot of their um, scholarships, if they can't play, then they lose their scholarship. Yeah, you know, I just it's think, not like it I just should think if, be. If you contributed that year to a team that did had that much success and brought in that much advertising money, had that much national publicity, had that much TV time, mm -hmm. had that much sponsorships, at the end of the year, you should be, especially if you're a star player like that and you had a freak career-ending injury. Hell yeah, you should be compensated. You should get like two million bucks. Hey man, you couldn't go pro. We wish you could, but you did a lot for this organization. Here's some. Uh, here's your reward. At you the minimum, earned this. They could just continue their scholarship and say, you know, I'm sorry that the the athletic part didn't work out, but you can get your scholarship continued. You can at least get your degree. That's literally the least they can do. Yes, agreed. Like I, I mean, maybe even for to to help suffice. Your first question in regards to um, what happens throughout the year, right? How do these kids survive throughout the year? Yeah. If they had stipends, maybe. I would say either stipend or maybe they could give them a signing bonus. Mm. Yeah. You sign with us, we'll give you you know, $5,000 for the year. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot. But, hey, we'll give you five grand to sign with us. It's not like people are like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that would mean... In my opinion, like obviously put a cap on a signing bonus so it's competitive. Yeah. So every school could offer the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it would drive competition. It'd be more competitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, college is already very competitive. They're fighting to make it to the pros. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But these are, it's no different to me what's going on, like college ath athletes, well, to, to some extent, like mm -hmm. Division One college athletes. Yeah. Then these like subdivision of pro, pro sports mm -hmm. they all have 
you know, basically semi-pro teams. Yeah. Everyone like does. the minor leagues in baseball. Right. Or the G League now in the NBA. Mm. You know, those guys actually, they get paid to play. Yeah. You know, they're not professionals. They're trying to be professionals. Mm -hmm. It's like having an internship that pays $100,000. You're not a professional in that job yet, but you're trying. You're learning. Well, I'd be a bitch in internship, by the way. I know. Because all of mine have been unbid. Yeah, but that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? In theory, you're, you're in a training program to try to get to the big leagues. Exactly. And you're getting paid for that. And. And that's the same thing college is for guys who go to school only to play for the just that year you yeah. know what i mean it's just it's just weird and another option of something that they could do is if these schools don't want to shell out money then just allow the students to get advertising things on their own i'm sure a lot of them get approached or like would be approached by like nike or things like that endorsements there you go yes yeah so it's like if you don't want to pay them just al- allow them to get paid from someone else I mean, ultimately, I just think it's it's just ridiculous that the NCAA can sit back, collect all these billions of dollars coming in. Yeah. And all they're doing is like, well, I mean, well, you know, it, it, it's like it's mind-blowingly dumb. Think about this. Tuition is rising every year. Mm-hmm. It's at an all-time high. Yep. It's literally kids are graduating today who can't afford to pay off their debt yeah. from their student loans. Mm-hmm. But so it, it's just – it's. It's maddening to me to think the university is making more money than ever yep. from college attendance and the curriculums. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the athletic departments who now the schools and the NCAA are also making millions to billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like where the hell is this money going? Which also then attracts more students it's to go to their schools mind so that they can blowing amount have of money. more and more students and charge more and more tuition. No, but I'm talking about like – it, it's just like I just don't no, see. No, I know what you're saying. There's no there's... ends to the means with this, with how this college colleges are currently set up. Yeah. Like they're asking way too much for tuition. Yeah. They're asking. They're making. They're not letting kids partake in any of the income that's coming in that they're earning. Mm-hmm. They're earning it. On like it's so school, yeah. annoying to me when people say like, well, he might not like whoever pick anybody who's ever made it to the NBA. Be like maybe he wouldn't be as big of a deal if he didn't go to Duke. Duke was his legacy. Mm-hmm. He like if it wasn't for Duke, he wouldn't be who he was. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, if he wasn't as good as he was, he wouldn't even been playing for Duke. Yeah, he could have went anywhere and been just as good. Right, you have to be. That's really like good saying already. people in the NBA. It's like, oh, LeBron James wouldn't be as big of a deal if he didn't have Cleveland written on front of it. Like, you're a dumb dick. No mm-hmm. one argues that. He, yeah. it's the damn player to make his own name. Mm-hmm. And it should be the same for college. Yeah. You make a name for yourself. Like, sure, is it dangerous to give kids that young that much money? Well, that's why you don't need to give Maybe. them that much. You don't think that's why we're not giving them that much let's money. Let's just, like, make sure they're not currently living in poverty and having to, like, go to school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, how about this? Why don't you just pay a minimum but... wage? There you go. Wow. That'd be brutal. They Man, put in enough hours. Your billions of dollars to skimp off minimum wage for 10 to 15 players. Yeah. Ooh, geez. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> I just, I have serious issues with the money that these organizations receive, especially the NCAA, and they literally don't know what to do with it, and they just throw money at the stupidest things possible. Like, let's upgrade this basketball court every year. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wasteful. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Instead of, why don't, how about this? Why don't you go out to your freaking communities mm-hmm. and start fixing up public parks and shit? That would be like, great. Like, what the hell? Oh, it, it really irks me that 
it it's just set up this way and it's like it feels like there's nothing we can do mm-hmm. about it you know capitalism. what i mean capitalism it is just which is fine i'm a, i i like capitalism but i it get has it gone too far but it's, it, it, you, every in it every doesn't make sense anymore lives. there's got to be a cutoff yeah. of like does this make sense does this actually make sense yeah no, it like, doesn't. Well, when they feel like they've had enough money, then they'll like, start giving reality, it back. Like, in reality, the NCAA is a monopoly. Oh, yeah. Like, this should be illegal. Yeah, for I sure. I thought there's no there's basically. no competition to the NCAA. Yeah. There isn't. Like, I don't... That's not right. Yeah. How is there not another one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But in the same right, there's no other NBA. Yeah. You know? They did have street ball and... But there is no competition, just the product of NBA. I mean, don't forget about the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> True. That <laughs> is a different, that's totally that's a different, different thing. But, for example, like, but now, and it, it's fun to bring it up, and I'll just, we're going to end this very shortly, but just an example, there is competition that's possible. The NFL now has competition again. Uh, Vince McMahon, who uh, is basically the owner and operator and he started wwe wrestling mm. he's bring he already did this in the past it didn't quite work but he's gonna bring it back and he's doing it a lot better this time he's basically he's learning from his mistakes the first time around and he's gonna give this another go but he's bringing back the xfl what the hell is that it's another football league it's gonna be direct competitive to the nfl really so he's gonna he's a, there's a lot of demand for the NFL. They only play a couple days a week. Mm-hmm. So he wants to satisfy the urge. I think he's oh. also going to have the season run. It would be smart to run it during some of the off season of the NFL anyways. Mm-hmm. So there's always, like, he, at least you're watching. You, you're not maybe directly competing with them. So you're not like, are you going to tune into the NFL on Sunday or the XFL? Like, yeah, good luck. I mean, it's going it to be the NFL. Be in his best interest too to make a separate exactly schedule. But at the end of the day, it's still a competition. In other words, the players have another option. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, you don't want to, you know, for example, I don't know. Tom Brady says, "Oh, okay, Patriots, you don't want to pay me my salary because I'm 40 years old. Screw you, I'll go to the XFL. They'll pay me." That's true. You know well, what I mean? I mean, they'll never say that, but no, I'm just saying. But at least it's yeah. an option. It keeps yeah. it keeps organizations honest mm-hmm. when they know they can't take advantage of you. And this is what the NCAA is doing. They're taking advantage of college kids because it's a grandfathered-in rule mm-hmm. that college kids shouldn't be allowed to receive bribes, money, anything while they're in school. It's a grandfathered bullshit rule. Well, and I bet when they wrote that rule, they weren't making much money off of them. They never realized it'd be what it is today. Yeah. And now that it is, they're just licking their chops, you know, rubbing yeah. their hands together. Show me mm-hmm. the freaking money. Mm-hmm. And they're just playing the card of like, hey, this is just how it's always been. Don't blame us. Yep. We just don't want to change it, though. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. We need we need to change it. I think it should be addressed. I think college in itself should go under reform. Seriously. There should, like, how, like, our, our government bodies should be doing something about this. Yep. Kids can't do anything about that. No. What the hell are they going to do? They're told their whole life to what you, I know I was, I know you were yeah. our whole life. It's go to school, get good grades. Hopefully you'll get into a good college. And then in that, you hopefully will have a good job. But in reality, the second halves aren't real. Yeah. The going to a good college and getting a good job don't even matter anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about experience. Yeah. You don't get experience anymore in college. Mm-hmm. You don't. You get a book to read. 
and then you go to apply for a job and they say okay how much experience do you have well, i have none. experience I reading degree. a book about yeah. this I does that this count degree. is that enough no oh so i'm not gonna get the job yeah no or you need no no and the worst part is like no we'd rather hire this guy who has no education but he's been doing this for 10 years we're gonna hire him he has the experience doing the actual job we need done mm-hmm. like oh i guess sucks. depending on the job but yeah it's like there's no guaranteed payoff right and at this point there's just like an overabundance of people with degrees that just have no job prospects that it's you know you're yeah getting picked i just think i just think it we need to stop I mean, that's a whole nother topic. Is we can get into that later. Yeah. But we were just, I was Follow just as fired up about this at work today. We were like, we literally stopped working for like an hour. I was just like. <laughs> that's literally your goal every day. It's yeah, like, fair enough. Can I just get people to talk about other things to distract them? Yeah, and we like to talk, you know. But but to be fair, it's like really engaging conversations. And we, you know, it's like actual debates. Yeah. And our managers are from Ireland. So they love to kind of hear about like what's going on. So. I'll tell you a little bit about that, guys, later, about just the setup of this business. It'll be kind of cool. I can't really probably get into too much detail. I don't want to get in trouble, but I work for an international company, whatever. Um, <laughs> like you said, we'll get into yeah, it Yeah, I know. I'm just letting you know. Like, here's a you know, tip of the iceberg. Uh, you know, you got to build interest <laughs> for, you know, why would they ever, anyone ever tune in for next show? Um, all right, guys, so let's leave it there. You know, I, I just wanted to get that off my chest, but I am excited that the NCAA tournament's happening. It is a very fun time. Mm. It's like, like even today, I was streaming like a game the whole time I was working, oh, just on cool. a different web browser. You know, I was like, oh, minimize that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it, awesome. it's just fun. Like, I don't know. There's always a game on. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, it's, and the the best part is these kids are busting their ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're really trying. You know, no one's well, they've only got one nobody shot. in college tanks a season. Because what is the benefit of that? Mm-hmm. None. Yeah. The only thing tanking does in your college is uh, worsen your chances of getting someone next time. Because mm-hmm. if you have a, sh- a, a shitty basketball season, why would any next prospect want to go to your school? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's a fascinating, ta- fascinating time. I'm excited to see what happens. Let's go Arizona. Um, <laughs> number four seed. You know, they got some uh, DeAndre Ayton, so let's get it. You know, hopefully he can uh, – Really, just kind of manhandle him a little bit. I think they have Alonzo Trier as well, and he's he's pretty good. But mm. there's some really formidable teams this year. I think Duke. I didn't even pick them to go far. I didn't realize. I knew who they had, but Marvin Bagley is just a stud, and I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Not making them go far. He's not even in my Final Four. I mm. think I picked them to get upset, but, you know, a big upset. But hey, yeah. whatever. If they do, good for them. You know, I think yeah. they did. They win last year. I think it was number Villanova last year. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyways, guys, that's going to be it for us today. Uh, Thank you so much for joining. Please subscribe to anything you're listening to. Um, We have it on – you can check us out on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Mm. Um, We're trying to get on Spotify, but I think I need 10 episodes. Oh, cool. Until I can register. Or or we're under – you have to submit your feed and then have a revision process by them. Oh, and then okay. they have to accept you. So that's in the works. We're getting there. I also figure out how to get on Google Play if that's your main way of doing it, or Google. I think it is Google Play. I don't know actually. I, don't. I, I think have Google an Play iPhone. might be like an uh, the place you like download apps. Oh. What's it, like Google? I don't know. 
a different one. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get on everything. We're still working on it. But if you found us anywhere possible, please subscribe. We're going to do our best uh, to get more episodes, more frequent, like we said. A schedule you could probably rely on. Yeah. Um, You know, so if you're like, I like routines as well. So if you like routines, you're like, I want to wake up in the morning and I want to know Office Talks is going to be ready to go Wednesday morning for my commute to work. Hey, we want to be here for you too. So we'll we'll do our best to get that going. Mm -hmm. And we'll inform you when that's up and running. Yeah. But um but thank you so much guys. We do hope to, you know, spread the word. We're trying to make this work. Um maybe one day we won't be in the office and we'll have to figure out how to call this office talks. You never <laughs> know. Um but that's a long time coming. So Right. But again, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our show today and we'll uh talk to you soon. See you later.